1: Hello there everyone and welcome to kind of a new podcast going on. We're going to talk James Bond today. And you know what there isn't enough Bond content coming out on what culture. So I've got together with one of my good friends Neil who I've worked with for like it feels like over a decade now and he's joining me to we're just going to ramble about Bond and this is going to be something that we do for say like every like fortnight maybe even more if people more if there's if there's if there's more collaborating for more Bond stuff as you know we're all waiting a hundred thousand years for no time to die but I, I should I should what I should do is I should stop talking and let Neil introduce himself. Neil who are you?
0: Hello uh, my name Neil James um, I'm pretty much a lifelong Bond fan um, I, I do a bit of acting a bit of writing and um, a lot of Bond watching
1: Yes. Uh, you're one of those people that watches it every year? Do we watch them all every year? Uh,
0: I have done for about the last, I, I think probably about five years ago, I decided I'd get them all on Blu-ray. Yeah. So I watched them all when I first got them. Then did a uh, a rewatch with some friends. Uh, every other week we went round and like watched four a day. Um, four? But yeah, <laughs> we watched four a day for a while. Um, last year I watched them again. And um, I wasn't going to watch them this year, but then lockdown, COVID, everything like that happened. And, um, yeah, I was feeling a bit down and, uh, you know, a bit miserable in, uh, I think, like April, May. And uh, Bond got me out of it. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I kind of I think I am at that stage where I'm watching them every year.
1: It's weird because I hadn't, I realized I hadn't watched most of them for so long. I only really Goldeneye that I'd gone back to sort of thing. Like I don't get me wrong. I love me some, but I got the encyclopedia for it back there somewhere. And I owned them all on VHS, them all on DVD. I haven't gone to the Blu-ray stage yet because I just can't bring myself to do it. I I think I was renting them on Amazon and things like that. But um, yeah, going through them all again, because I was, I was full on hog getting them ready for no time to die and then obviously it got delayed the first time, which I don't mean, know how many times it's been delayed now, seven or eight, something like that. Yes. But uh yeah, just and going back there, we we thought we today we would go over and not do a retrospective of the whole series. Maybe we'll do that down the line, but more talking about the Craig era and how that sort of like how that started, how that came about, and how that sort of like left Bond as a sort of entity, as a property sort of thing. It, I okay, don't know about you have you only ever ventured into the films have you ever touched any of his games and anything like that I like said his games, the games he's in his games uh yeah i, I I'm not a huge gamer, but um
0: uh, when Goldeneye came out,'m um, not sure what year you probably know what year you know the uh, uh, the four
1: game yeah yeah if you um, looked because um, we're audio only but you can see there that right there is god yeah just living there that was 97 it came out so it came out two years after the film came out yeah Did i
0: like yeah i certainly played a lot of that uh with friends but um yeah no not not a huge gamer um i'm into the books i've read the fleming books um yeah there are uh, they're obviously. I don't know if you have. They're they they're very different beasts, but uh, they they are worth reading. They're very dated. Uh, I have they're not. Controversial. <laughs> they're quite controversial now, but um, yeah. Um, but I think it's the films really. Um, and like say so the the Daniel Craig era. It's, it's, it's been a weird era. Um, it's almost like there's three eras in Daniel yeah. Craig's era. I guess there's Casino and Quantum, then there's the Mendez era, and
1: now no time to die if we ever see it um, that was interesting what you said about the three eras because I hadn't thought about that in like that way until you mentioned it like and mentioned it in passing last night I think that is actually sort of like a really weird sort of like I don't really remember any of a bond have maybe you could say Roger Moore had three eras because he was bond for about a hundred years but like yep. say that's I think that's a really interesting point to pick off and like um what what would you sort of like would you compare like say yeah, this is this sort of era as we say is better than one of the others for craig or something like uh what do you think of craig as a whole and everything like that
0: as a whole uh, i re- i really like him uh i really like him as a bond I- i've enjoyed his era it's just been a very frustrating era because of the delays um the casino royale came out in uh, 2006 and um i mean that's Possibly the happiest I've ever been in a cinema watching that film for the first time. Really, uh, four years after Die Another Day, and I, I, I just kind of thought Die Another Day had maybe killed it. Um, uh, it, was, it was a you know a, a very controversial kind of film. Die Another Day. Uh, I know some people like it. I don't mind it. Um, I'm not. I'm not a, a, a hater of it, but I do was, find it um, difficult to watch.
1: That was um, the that was a weird one for me because was the second bond film I'd ever seen in the cinema so I was still very hyped for like everything they leaned up to that film I was ready for and I think even after watching it a few times uh, as pretty much as still as a kid then I thought it was fine I, I, rewatching it this year that film uh, I've come to learn how weird and what was <laughs> why what was going on sort of thing in that during that one like they they they, they um, certainly worst step in the next show i was like going off to north korea and saying, making them the baddies and sort of thing and uh changing ca- into like, like these certain korean characters just becoming like random different men like gustav graves chewing the scenery wherever he could but yeah it's, it's so funny to see like how uh we all agree that like bonds influenced like so much around cinema right and how it seemed like casino Rao was just taking we're well not taking but sort of like borrowing from others like uh the Bourne franchise and how they basically swept away everything apart from um, Judy Dench and pretty much started again.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the Judy Dench thing, I think, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense in, in terms of continuity, but I just, I, I just don't think you can sack Judy Dench. Can
1: you? Not until, again, she won, you know. <laughs> not until she bowed out herself because she's finding it hard to read now. So that's like, yeah. Uh, the reason we lost her in Skyfall. Yeah, uh, one thing uh, the Craig area is weird because we are coming up to I can't remember. I think it's like almost six years now without a Bond film. It's five or six. Uh, the longest gap we had before this was between Licence to Kill and Goldeneye, and um, it's just so weird how it's turned out with Craig saying he'd rather die than do another one of these films, slit his wrists, which I think a bit dramatic. Like I, I. I Unless I've, we've never had any specific reasons why he dislikes them so much, have we? Has he ever actually specifically said why they're hard to do or they're just taxing on his body, sort of thing?
0: I mean, yeah, I, th- I think physically he, he, he's, he's been injured a lot during the filming of them. Yeah,
1: every I film, think, I think.
0: Yeah, I just think after, after you make a film like that with, with you as the lead in probably 90% of, of the scenes, it, it's it's just really hard and uh, you know, I'm sure he loves it. And I just think sometimes a reporter might stick a microphone in his face, you know, or, or maybe he does it tongue in cheek just to wind the press up. I've no yeah. idea, but I, I think he likes it. I mean, he's, he's gone back for, for no time to die, um, which I was really pleased about. I didn't really want him to go out on specter. Um, and Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's, he's had a, he's had a great era, but a frustrating era to, to have five films over. What are we? uh 15 years <laughs> you know, yeah it, it really should be more and we were spoiled with Brosnan because uh you know we got uh, for Brosnan's first three we got one every two years which was just amazing um you know and then when we had to wait an extra year three years for Die Another Day you know that was yeah. like what three years and then <laughs> Die Another Day came along and like I say I just I, I thought it might have killed it and then we had this four-year wait they announced Daniel Craig who I'd, I didn't really know I'd seen him in um Layer Cake, which, uh, you know, I thought he was brilliant in. I could see the scenes with him holding the gun. Um, Road to Petition, he's in. I'm not sure if that had come out at that point. Yeah, it must have. Um, so I knew he was, um, but I was still a bit, what's this going to be? And I went to see Casino Royale and I was just, I was so happy. So happy. And I, I think I went to see it again, like, the next day and ended up seeing it about four times. And I was just over the moon. It's, it's not only
1: my favourite Bond film, it's,
0: it's just one of my favourite films ever, Casino Royale. It just, favourite Bond film.
1: That, yeah, that that could. I mean, I say it's controversial. I mean, that like some people could in, like it's like, especially. I wouldn't say it's weird, but especially you being a like a, a an older Bond fan than me, sort of thing, yeah. like, uh, you've got a lot more love for like the uh, Tim. If you don't, you'll hear. The Dalton's remember. my Bond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm um, I'm forty one. So yeah,
0: when uh, what was, yeah, I was kind of um, I was about. Eight when Timothy Dalton took over first yeah. one I remember was was a view to a kill and I remember you know my mum used to take me to the video shop at the weekend and I was allowed to get a video and you know I saw this picture of this like old guy standing back to back with Grace Jones and was like I-, I want to see this and I'm hired out like every weekend for about two months and in the end my mum got sick of it and then my granddad had told me that there was other Bond films which was like what um <laughs> so I remember like my mum ringing around video shops saying have you, have, you, have you stocked Bond films and then she found one uh uh in Kinson uh near Bournemouth which was about a half an hour drive from where we lived and yeah, we drove out there one uh, one Saturday morning and hired up gold Goldfinger in your uh for your eyes only. Yeah. <laughs> and watched them and, and then after that it was just recording them on VHS off the TV. But I, uh yeah, Dalton was was my guy. So yeah, I, I always find people that are a bit younger than me uh love Brosnan, absolutely love it. I I think I think I was 17 when Gold and I came out, but I think if you were kind of somewhere between ten and fifteen. Those people love GoldenEye, absolutely adore it. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Well, I love it. I love it. But, but I know some people are feel like that. How probably I feel about Casino Royale. And then, obviously, two years later, Quantum of Solace. Um, Again, I thought this is fantastic. We're going to get a Bond film every two years for for Craig's era. Um, uh, I like Quantum of Solace better on the small screen than i did on the big screen i was very confused as to what was going on with
1: i agree creditors. with that
0: one yes yeah uh, but it's it's um i like it on the. i don't have a problem with it on the small screen it, you know i'd love to see a re-edit of it but uh
1: yeah i'm a, I'm a fan it's, it's but, funny because do you know what i hate about quantum the most i like, really judge me about quantum is it was it had delays right and like the right i think daniel craig had to do right part of that film himself yeah but uh, why oh why couldn't they in this perfect chance get that film out in 2007 why was it 2000 like yeah. uh, it's weird it, i know it's it, all this thing like why would you not even a uh, obviously money and all that? because casino casino rail came out in 2006 didn't it? Like maybe why not wait for that film and have that film come out in like a January 2007, you know what I mean? Like Why did we lose the only time we're ever going to get a 007 year <laughs> and, not, <laughs> yeah. and not release a Bond product in 2007? It always drives me that, that they missed that year yeah but quantum quantum was a weird one because they were like uh this isn't specter but we really want it to be specter but we don't have the rights to specter and it was just kind of like a meandering sort of we're like let's play on pay homage to goldfinger by covering some woman in oil and uh it's it's pretty much like almost a direct sequel to casino where we got you know, the mysteries of mr white and things like that
0: yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely got its flaws but uh I mean yeah you're right it, it is a direct sequel it's the nearest we've had to a direct sequel in yeah. over the whole series um and that's why i think casino royale and quantum are their kind of own little own little era um both of them got very rocky theme songs um uh it's before kind of um daniel craig i think kind of the mendez years you know he's got a lot of shorter hair the suits got a lot tighter um yeah. but uh yeah it's good and uh, and I mean, like I say, I watch Casino Royale a lot, um, more than I watch Quantum. But, yeah, Quantum works. I mean, it works as a sequel. It's just,
1: yeah, I, I understand people's gripes with it. I think uh, I always Spectre's, defend it a little bit. I think Spectre's better. After watching them all again recently and then watching Spectre and going, I like Spectre a lot more now, you know, than I originally thought I did, backing the... Um, uh back watching some well we're jumping ahead we should probably like quickly touch upon um uh skyfall you know that that the little film skyfall the um the the highest grossing bond film ever the only one to break a uh, billion dollars i mean uh if you adjust a lot of them to inflation a lot of them do come close I think have broken that much like it's weird to see uh, some of the general consensus like so, talking to people that i know and work with that they just some didn't assume bond to make that much buck but they do yeah and for skyfall to just boom and break that much i i what do you think uh i don't first of all I, i've never actually asked you about skyfall do you think skyfall works as like a bond film do you think it somehow breaks out of that mold by being its own standalone movie what do you think helped uh it just basically take over and become the echelon for Bond in, in like the public eye.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it came out um, same year as the London Olympics, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and do you remember the opening ceremony had that, uh, that scene with Daniel Craig and the Queen and, and yeah. things like that? And I, I just think that was a year that uh, certainly in, in Britain, we were all feeling very, we were all quite happy. <laughs> I think it was a happy time. Um, we hadn't had a Bond film for four years. Um, it came along and it was really good. And uh, I don't know, there was just something about it. Adele obviously, um, you know, was, was a massive star at the time. So to get her to do the theme was a massive coup. Um, I, 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 it's a strange film, Skyfall. It's got a very strange third act for a Bond film. Um, Home Alone yeah yeah yeah
1: um do you know um also the groundskeeper do you remember his name i'm trying to picture Kincaid. Kincaid. there was rumors that they were trying to get connery to play Kincaid at one point
0: yeah i heard those rumors i mean i i don't
1: i don't think i'd have liked
0: it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, Kincaid's weird anyway because he kind, of he kind of comes out of out of the corner of a room i always found it a really strange <laughs> entrance that he has they they're in there and he just he just comes out from under the stairs or whatever um yeah but, um, I I do love Albert Finney and it was a great performance, but uh, it's just a strange final act. Um, A lot of it took place in London, Skyfall, which again, I think, you know, really tied in with that uh, London 2012 Olympics. Um, And it was just, it was just really cool. Bond was back and I thought we were back on course. And then we had another three year wait for Spectre. Um, I I think
1: three years is going to be about the time now, unless they can get down into more of a, i I, like i think the only reason we got like say this new star wars films every two years because disney just made a production train and they just did them all like similar times but because bond isn't so much a a, which i don't think it should be more direct sequels like i I don't mind the three-year wait because it's still like there are so many of them as as it is or thing and um but yeah I, i it's weird, like, saying, oh, we well, have to wait five years for this film. It's, like, almost like it like spoiled kids. But you know what? We used to... They they used to get them every year back in the day.
0: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> but, yeah, look at those first four. I mean, what a time that must have been to be alive and be going to the cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the first
1: four in four years, man. But then you burn out people like Connery, and they never want to be involved again until they come back twice. Yeah. Uh, but with Spectre, I, for me, i I, I take the lead on this one. It's weird because... Uh, the I think the uh, opening song is crap. Uh, I I don't like it at all. I it's the yeah, only I, song I don't own. I have bought them all and they're all on my phone, but I can't get with the Spectre theme And I I try and listen to it. I've I, I do these things where I just put it on. And I just can't get with it. Something about Sam. Is it Sam Smith?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I don't like it. I've actually heard it done uh, covered, um, with a a female voice, and it, it works much better.
1: Yeah, um, it's just something yeah. about that, but I, it's, it's so weird that we finally got Spectre coming back and specter the fold and how Quantum was all just Spectre, you know, because we couldn't say that word beforehand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there was there was a lot of retconning going on, which, you know, trying to make out that Silver from Skyfall was, was working for Spectre, like, I was a bit like... Just don't don't
1: <laughs> leave it alone he can be his own entity he he's yeah. one of the i think he's up there as one of the greater villains uh, li- mm. we should say leading villains rather than like sort of henchmen yeah but like yeah and they've also up to this point i think even in uh yeah, every film they've managed to get at least a jpeg of uh manson in the film like oh because <laughs> <laughs> you have his picture at the end in uh mi6 and I I hope he's getting royalties for his face being used over and over again. They probably sort of, but but, um, it was just, I thought the casting of Blofeld was also so perfect of- uh...
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
1: Uh, the name has escaped me as well. Now I'm terrible. Uh, at this. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Yes. Like after his two like performances in the Tarantino movies, uh, that's yeah. literally propelled him up there for everyone, especially the Western audiences, because like he's been in a lot of like, say, I say West Germany is in the West as well, but he's been in a lot of like Joe and films sort mm. of thing, and to see him in that role now, I don't hate it at all, but I also hate the fact that uh, we have to try and ever like. Because we have so many cinematic universes now and all this blah 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 we have to try people can't help but try and like timeline bond and you know where they take place and the reboots and sort of things and i think with bond i don't know about you but especially this craig stuff like sure it might be a pseudo reboot but we i think you can just take out as a stride in each bond film which is the bond mission out of time it doesn't matter
0: bond, bond hasn't got a very good history with continuity <laughs> yeah, at all, um, you know. So uh, it, it it doesn't no, it doesn't really worry me. Um, I think he was a good bit of casting for Blofeld. I just wish they'd let him be Blofeld earlier in the film. Um, yeah. I don't understand the. Um, I I don't quite understand what they were going for by refusing to say he was playing Blofeld. You yeah. know, like um, uh, I mean, uh, Star Trek did it a little bit with Benedict. Cumberbatch and Khan, wasn't it? You know, so yeah. he's not playing it. And I Hans Gruber,
1: wasn't it? Was his name? Uh, I think that was.
0: Oh. No, Grubel. that's Die
1: Hard. <laughs> that's Alan Rickman in Die Hard. I'm his
0: name was um, Oberhaus. Oberhausen,
1: yeah. Yeah, Oberhausen. Or something Hans like Gruber, that. I don't know why I even said that.
0: That's Rickman. <laughs> that's Rickman in Die Hard. But um, yeah, I don't know. The film was called Spectre. He was cast as the villain. Every Bond fan knew he was Blofeld. yeah. And casual fans probably didn't care. So I'm just not sure what the you know in the in the cinema when he finally said, you know, I am Ernst of Blofeld, like you just heard audible groans from so everyone. Was just like, yes. Like I, I I don't know if Sam Mendes or or the producers thought at that point in the cinema everyone would go, what? Oh my god, mind blown. But everyone just went, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah. It, I just don't know who they were trying to impress.
1: <laughs> ah, come on! There must have been a bit of you. Like, what if he's Blofeld's brother or something like this?
0: Yeah, like I just yeah, I wanted to see more of him. Um, I wanted to see more of him, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad he didn't get killed off at the end. Um,
1: they shot a scene with him uh, dying in the film. I'm pretty sure they've come out and said like, "Yeah, we did shoot a scene where he died," but I think. That's just such a waste. I think you can. they I, they should be less shy to just put some villains in you know, the big villain prison. You know, like what what sometimes comic books villains get, you know, and they just get put in a box and like, you're over there now and every now and then you could bring him back. Like, um,
0: well, You could be in there with Zorin and Goldfinger and Largo, they could all just be... I,
1: I always had this fantasy as a kid, like <laughs> I would draw like, because oh, A View to Kill was one of my favourites and I loved... Uh, I, could, uh, I loved... I can't remember his name now, Christoph. Uh, I, Chris Walken. Chris Walken, yes, Chris Walken. I loved him as uh, Zorin. And I would draw, uh, like, say, I would try and draw, like, a Zorin who has, like, had parts of his body replaced by, like, mechanical arms and stuff. Like, because <laughs> I was thinking, ah, you can, might be able to survive falling off the Golden Gate Bridge, maybe.
0: I'd like to see some of these drawings um,
1: in a future. You know. I, th- <laughs> I, I could redraw them. I think they've all been lost to time. But then it's also, like, uh what well, I also want to know, you think of the henchmen because they brought back the classic idea of the recurring henchmen throughout the film and not dying, even though they get hit in impossible ways. Uh, what do you think of? Because um, uh, I don't think you're uh, you, you're a wrestling fan at all, are you? So you don't watch. I, I know the bare bones of it, but no. But like, so as me had who had watched wrestling for years and seeing David Batista in that role. Yeah. There was um it was quite funny to see that also. And I don't know if I could ever separate the character from Batista, but I want to know what you felt for of his character. I think it was Drax.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's the first time in Hicks. Cra- his character Craig-
1: was Hicks. Hicks,
0: Yeah, that's it. I think it was the first time uh, Daniel Craig's actually come up against uh just a, yeah. a, a unit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um because Daniel Craig's so massive himself. You know, you never really worry for him in in, you know, when he's fighting physically fighting anyone else. But yeah, that fight on the train's fantastic. It's probably the highlight of the film for me. Uh, I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, and he's sinister. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a sinister, a sinister guy. I mean that. Um, you know, the thing he does to to people's eyes
1: with his arms out the eyes. Yeah, was. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's really you know for a Bond film that's a bit like wow. Yeah, uh, it's it's horrible. Um, uh, I don't think he's dead.
1: Do you, do you think he's alive? Because he just goes, oh, I, I won't say the word now, just in case we um have to censor it or but uh, it does the rule of like if an actor speaks, they get paid more? Obviously, you know, you've got to have at least one line, or is that it? You don't? I don't know if that's still a cardinal rule, but I know that was okay. for a long time where speaking roles get dramatically more than like say non-speaking but you think he's going to come back because I've watched that again recently I think that he might pop up again
0: yeah um yeah I I, I hope so he was yeah I thought he was fantastic he was a great presence and um yeah it was just really nice to see Bond go up you know we needed someone for him to go up someone big like Odd Job or Jaws yeah that's 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 just a yeah a
1: unit I don't think Brosnan ever did either did he Brazen, uh, he didn't have a unit. But I'm going to say like Natalia on the top, Zhenya um, on top. Sorry, uh, right. she was. She could go, stand toe to toe with him. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Is it Stamper from Stamper? But their their fights a bit weird because they're kind of hanging off a bomb, aren't they? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who else did he have? Um, well, he had he had recurring characters. He had Zukozki that came back. I mean, they never actually had a fight, but you know, yeah. And, like, Zao. Sal Renard, you you know, he can't feel pain, so you know, he's invincible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not like Boris. Boris is actually invincible. Boris, I do Uh, On the, I have to now talk about Henshaw. Where's Boris
0: in your imaginary prison, but still frozen? Yeah, yeah. You can unfreeze. You can defrost him. (laughs)
1: Like, there's so many of these bonds, Like, I. I have always, especially after playing the game Everything or Nothing, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen anything from yeah, that. But I have, bring, I've seen it reviewed. Yeah. When they bring Jaws back in that game, and I was, just imagine if they had brought Jaws back at, like, say, I mean, it wouldn't have suited the Timothy Dalton stuff. So maybe, like, say, uh, f- f- Fiora's Only. Because uh, I, I, you know yeah. what, I, I can't say Fiores Only was a weird misstep because I don't think it suited the Roger Moore Bond at all. And, like, it just, Sound like that, bring uh, bring back Jaws and just have Jaws bouncing around for a bit. <laughs> well, for well, that's a one character
0: that is definitely alive.
1: Yes, even though uh, Richard Keel is no he's, more. No, he's no longer with us, but yeah. But, um, we should probably do one uh, one point on like, recurring characters because General Gogo as well, like, he was like, uh, I don't know about you, but is one of my personal favorites just to see him turn up, have a little bit of a smile, somehow in the midst of the Cold War gets into San Francisco... <laughs> <laughs> this leading Russian general and turns up for a cassette tape and fails. That. that that's always a weird one for me. But yeah, I, I would love to do see them do more of this recurring character stuff outside the main cast. And I'd also say with Spectre, it reinforced me that I'm glad that the um, we have a new unit of MI6 operatives. Now we've got decent Q, Money Penny. Uh, Ralph Fiennes, I think, works as M. I think it's a yeah. new take, and it's like a uh, more of a headmaster than like sort of like the mother figure, which um, Judi Dench was. And um, we should—I uh, don't think we could do it in type on it because I wouldn't want to spoil the film for you. But I want to get some of your predictions for No Time to Die as someone who hasn't seen any of the media bar the posters. Yeah. So yeah. So No Time to Die. I'll tell. I'll tell you what I do know about it. i I've. I've, uh, I've heard the song, heard Billie The
0: song, quite like it, um, I think time will tell whether I, yeah, it
1: always takes a, a while, but I, I love the song, I think it's great,
0: yeah, I haven't seen the music video to it, I can't wait to see it over the actual titles, you know, and that's, that's a lot, of that's a lot, got a lot to do with, I think, whether I'll end up loving it, yeah. um, haven't seen any of the trailers, I think there's been some TV spots, I think there's been some clips released, haven't seen any of that, um, uh, yeah, I've seen the posters, heard the song, and I do know certain cast members. Um so yeah, I know I don't know. I'm allowed to say it like it's I, uh, <laughs> I guess.
1: Spoiler yeah. alert, I'm about to say some cast members. Yeah, I mean like if you, yeah. I am cast yeah. members for me, I don't think are oh, spoilers as such, no. but yeah I, I think you can go for it, like But I if, I'm just saying so I know Jeffrey Wright's
0: coming back as as Felix. Yeah. And I know uh, Christoph Waltz is coming
1: back um as Oberhausen. If he's going to be in a box, he's going to be in my prison. We just need to have <laughs> everyone else turn up. Zoran uh, in there. And I know uh, lesser Sado's
0: coming back as well. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's three that aren't part of the normal team. And then I'm
1: sure, you know, the, the MQ, Penny and Tanner um,
0: guys are, are back as
1: well. lesser Sado's all over the marketing for that film, by the way. So, yeah. like, it, unless someone's been in total, mm. uh, total like, hideaway like you have, I don't think they would have avoided it. Yeah. But... Um, I, I think most of the people that you've mentioned are on the poster as well. Like so I mean I again I would say it isn't a spoiler, but you know, it's some people are very uh picky about the spoilers. So you know nothing about the film. Just, I don't
0: know, just, know anything about plot or anything like that.
1: Um just guess that I think guess the plot. You should just give me a bit of a guess right now before we go. Um geez. Uh, I'll get this is probably wildly wrong Uh, one
0: other thing I know is I know they filmed in Jamaica because I watched that that weird kind of press call that happened in Jamaica which was didn't they go to
1: didn't they go to Goldeneye the actual uh, Ian Fleming's place
0: it was just a bit weird though like they were all sat around looking really awkward Uh, yeah it was it was weird but yeah, so I know they film in Jamaica. Okay, well, at the end of Spectre, um, he's left the service. So I'm sure something's gonna happen to bring him back in the service. Um, whether that's revenge, you know, are they gonna kill off Madeline Swan and he comes back to get revenge? Um, I kind of hope not. I, I've, I've seen enough of Daniel Craig out for revenge.
1: You know what um, I've also seen enough of? Daniel, uh, not Daniel, Craig, Bond having to go against MI6 and go out on his own. I've like, no, no. realized that happens a lot throughout the 25 or 24 films so far, and I'm kind of done with that. I like it when they're all friends and happy. I'll,
0: yeah, I'd like him to get called into, the, uh, called into the office and give it a mission and go and do the mission. But I know that's not going to happen because at the start of the film, he's not even going to work for MI6. So I know we've got to get him back somehow. Yeah. Um, I just don't know, and that's that's what's like saying to you last night. It's the first time I've ever done this. Normally, I'm all over everything. Um, in terms of, you know, I would have watched the trailer I a mean, hundred times now, or even more. I mean, the trailer's been out for so long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've done really well to avoid it. You watch, I'll probably accidentally watch it tonight. Um, but yeah, I just I'm I'm so up for going into the cinema and not having a clue what I'm going to see. It's yeah, I'm massively excited about it.
1: I almost want to ask you an opinion of a rumor. I don't know how much of a rumor is really in spoiler so I don't know if I can even go that far. Like there's one rumor that I've heard that I don't know how legit it is, but I I'm going to talk around it. That's great <laughs> listening here, but I, I if they if that happens with a certain character that I'm not going I'm I'm not going to be happy with. I don't know.
0: Okay, so you've heard a rumor that you you were like I hope that's not
1: true. Yeah, about a certain character. It's not about. It's not about Bond or having a new Bond or anything like that. It's it's none of that sort of thing. It's about a different character in the film, and it's weird. It would. I was saying this way. It would tie into. It would reinforce that these films are a reboot. When you know, every film sort of every film is sort of all over the place, as I would like to say, sort of thing i don't even though that we have had continuities throughout some of them where judy dench somehow was in from the Brosnan era to this era and it's, it's they've also it, an interesting thing is that we've always had a recur there has always been a recurring actor throughout every film where it's been like uh uh desmond is q for most of them then judy dench yeah, i think you're right
0: yeah yeah
1: carried at the carry the torch and once craig uh uh, bows out. We'll probably have our finds back as them, so he'll continue, or then as uh, Q. So we'll have that yeah. sort of lineage continue. Yeah, never um, have a film that's had no one from a previous film in. That's, yeah, I never they, thought
0: that. Yeah, that's yeah. Good bit trivia.
1: Q, Q helped that a lot, but I think it's it's weird. I, I just I hope I hope they don't try. It's weird because I hope they don't then try and reboot Bond again next time. I think just carry on. I don't think you need to explain it as much. I think maybe some of the younger audiences want that sort of thing, but I don't think that's what Bond needs to be. It's mm-hmm. but uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, I won't I won't answer right anymore because I don't want to spoil anything for yes, you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate any, that. Cheers. Anyone else that is um, that is doing the same thing? And have we gonna have to wait another hundred years for this film to come out? Because. <laughs> Uh, they need to make at least six hundred million or is the MGM and some yeah. other people might go out of business. Dude, I can't even remember when it is slated for now, is it? April. 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 <laughs> yeah, I think uh oh wait, February 2020. That's why I'm wrong there. Okay, fair, right. I think it was meant to, it's now been moved to the weekend that the Fast and Furious film was scheduled, and then Fast and Furious had to go and then get out of the way, which is weird because Universal was putting out both of these films. So they were eating out of their, they were just like yeah. eating out of their own pocket there but that is I think that's going to be it for our first I just want to get your opinions do you think Craig has left Bond in a better place than he picked it up do you think he's definitely yeah, yeah. I think I think he's added more fans I mean every, every time a new Bond comes on they they, they add to fandom um, so you think Brosnan was crap then is that what you're saying no <laughs> I <just> think <laughs>
0: No, I've, I've yeah, you know, I, like I say, Goldfinger brought bought plenty of people on board. I think Cine Rail again, Skyfall. People are coming. I just it's it's just frustrating the time the time length between them. I know I keep going on about it, but yeah. I mean I know this can't be helped. Um, but and I think it's right. They they want people to see it in the cinema and they want people to feel safe in the cinema watching it. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's it's just really weird to know it's it's out there. It's ready. It's finished. It's been finished for months and months and months and, and nothing's just yeah, on a little even. dcp somewhere and no one's seen it it's, it's nuts. <sighs> uh, um don't
1: get don't say dcp because you give me uh flashbacks <laughs> to my old job when i've been making a dcp at three in the morning okay. deadly tired <laughs> i
0: don't know if, if dcp is a bit of uh yeah if, if people even know what dcp is but yeah it's um it's the little hard drive i guess with your finished film on that goes off to cinemas
1: yeah yes. but um i We should maybe we'll we'll do a DCP podcast at one point, but I think we should wrap up there. And I also think that Daniel Craig has left it in a good spot. I'd say I it's weird. I don't know if I would rank him at number one on my bond list because I think wherever. I'm just going to say here, my favorite Bond film is Goldeneye, but the best Bond is Roger Moore. And I think that's where I should leave that probably non-controversial opinion right now. And um, <laughs> that was the first the, in this uh, Bond podcast. I don't know if we have a title for it. I might make up one on the fund uh, that I'm going to make for this later on. But uh, I have been Ben Marie. You can find me at Ben Roy on Twitter and wherever else. And I've been joined today for the very first time by Neil. Uh, where can people find you, Neil?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NeilJames83.
1: Okay, and uh, that is going to be us for today. Uh, I'm going to say that we uh, this podcast probably will return, but well, you know, we'll see you all in two weeks. Bye bye. Well, we, we won't see you. We're we'll here you because you can't see us.